Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm Blue. Dabu dee dabu da. <laughs> and today it is episode 14 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is Nova Beam. This episode is from a story by Jeff Siegel and Kelly Ward, and the teleplay was written by Daniel Will Harris. And last time on Challenge of the GoBots, Scooter and Nick crash landed on a distant planet, and Nick's an idiot. And then the Guardians had to save Scooter and Nick before the Renegades could kill them, and Nick's an idiot. <laughs> and in this episode, Braxis is in the Tri State Prison? Yep, we're in prison. Is that and, uh, like New York State kind of thing? Maybe, yeah. The try is that the it's whatever. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't like being in here, being locked up like a common criminal because he's an uncommon criminal, and uh, he just can't take this damn harmonica playing. That you don't see who's doing it, but he can hear it. And he does like the the steel cup on the bars bit to get the guard over. Yeah, he's in general population and pissed off at that. And uh, the guard basically says, shut up. And then Pincher just shows up and (laughs) captures him, like frees him. Just rips down the wall, grabs Braxis. Yeah, you're going to see Psykill. I do like, though, that Braxis didn't know who Pincher was. Yeah. It was it was there's like hey, obviously there's continuity stuff with this show but but yeah he's like who are you and Pincher's like Psykill sent me throws him in and takes off and the guards start firing but it's just useless Pincher flies off and then we go to Unicom headquarters and they're all aware they're made aware that Braxis just got broke out so everybody is they know Psykill's up to something they're on high alert everybody start looking into stuff and start investigating there's a lot of investigating in this episode yeah. uh, and Matt says we should have the Guardian Council convene on Earth to deal with this. Yeah, back out in space, Braxis doesn't like flying at 2 million miles an hour in Pincher, and uh, Pincher lands on the ship that we saw get destroyed in the last episode. But yeah, but when he lands and converts, like the background is still space. Like it should be inside the ship. Yeah, there's a, a number of missing... error. Yeah, there's a number of missing background errors in this episode. There's one later towards the end with the Nova Beam that was really obvious. Yeah. But I do want to say something about the Rogue Star being destroyed. As you may or may not know, dear listener, there's uh, three orders to this series. There's the production order, which is what Paul and I are watching it in. It's what the DVDs are, the order they produce them in. There's the broadcast order, which is, for any of these shows, is always a mess because there's no real order for this shit in the 80s. But then there's the story order, which is like the chronological order of the episodes for the stories. To give you an idea of how fucked up this is, allow me to read you the proper story order. One, two, three, four, five, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 6, 10, 14, 12, 7, 8, 9, 13, 15, 16, 17, 11, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 56, 57, 58, 58, 59, 62, 64, 65, 55, 61, 63, 60. <laughs> that is the correct story order of this fucked up series. It's like that meme you see where the guy's like has the all this ridiculous math and shit behind him and he's got the pointer looking at it. It's like clear it's anything, right? It's yeah, see kids, we reference memes. This show is cool and hip. <laughs> anyway, um Psykill 
nobody wants Braxis there. This is the important part. Crasher hates him. Copter hates him. Psykill says, so do I, but he serves my purpose. And as soon as he shows up, they toss him in a cell with the fucking harmonica player. <laughs> yes, because Psykill says, take Braxis to his suite. And he's like, oh, my suite. And yeah, it's a jail cell. And he's like, just to keep you uh, entertained, there's a hologram of a harmonica player. <laughs> And Psykill says, look, I have a plan, and of course you want to make me happy, right? And Braxis goes, oh, yes, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Crasher tells Psykill, oh, oh, by the way, the Guardian Security Council has astrobeam to Earth. And Psykill's like, oh, this is just awesome. I can, you know, kill two birds with one stone. He's like, now, Braxis, this is what I want you to do. The line he does use this is actually pretty clever here. He says, they put all their eggs in one planet. (laughs) I like that. I got to say, I like this episode story-wise. It's pretty good uh, because we go, we keep the story moving. Now we go right back to Gobotron and Stack says, "Hey everybody, I just noticed that the whole the the planet Nywilak or whatever it is, I think Nywilak. it's Nywilak. Nywilak. Yeah, I had to look that up. Nywilak. Uh, their sun is destabilizing. They just told us it's destabilizing, and we don't know why. Yeah, and then Zeman tells us, "Oh, a destabilized sun is sure to explode sooner or later." And uh, and the reason oh, it's okay. being destabilized is there's a beam hitting it from somewhere, and they. They cannot track the beam and Zemon, I think it's Zemon, says, okay, right away we need Unicom to convene um, a council on Earth and bam, smash cut to a council on Earth in Unicom. Yep. And somehow. Man, this episode moves fast. For some reason, Nick and AJ and Scooter are part of this security council. But It's uh, because they finally learned where Australia is. Oh, they're going to get a medal here. They're going to get the you know certificate and all. Yeah. And Professor Von Joy, he's back and there's a new guy sitting here. Yeah, he's a guy named Goodnight. That's right, it's brand new Gobot, it's brand new Guardian. This one is named Goodnight, and you can buy this cheap piece of plastic crap for eight bucks and buy your child's love. Well, actually, Gobots had, like, die-cast parts, man. They were kind of quality. What? I thought these things were made out of garbage and sawdust. Lou, what are you doing with all that garbage and sawdust I got you? Uh, uh, that was weird. Bonus. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, Goodnight tells them he's he's the exposition in this. He does almost nothing else in this episode. But no, he, says, he doesn't even convert. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but he says, hey, if, if Nylax star uh, goes supernova, that's going to vaporize the entire star system commercial break. Yeah. And when we come back, Scooter realizes what's going on here. They must have broke Braxis out of jail and Braxis built them a new weapon that can blow up stars. Pretty much. They put it together very quickly. And we go then to Braxis and Psykill and Braxis or Psykill starts berating Braxis for destroying the wrong star. Braxis yeah, like was your device needs fine tuning. <laughs> yeah. Braxis was a, a light year, only a light year off. Uh, but the reason Psykill's pissed is that he blew up a star that was detectable by the Guardians and Psykill didn't want them to know what was going on yet. Again, so the first act moved at a great breakneck pace. This second act is establishing and and uh, like reinforcing all the st- setups that we got already. The third act has some pretty good payoffs. Anyway, Braxis insists, oh, the Guardians probably didn't uh, detect the supernova and they Maybe are going they to then begin looking. the second test. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, for the second test, uh, he just throws a lever without setting any other controls and lets it rip. But then Copter tells Cycle, hey, it's uh, draining all the power. Like, t- didn't that happen in the first test? 
you would think. But this is, story-wise, a good setup. Again, we're establishing stuff that Braxis says, oh yeah, so the um, Nova Beam is so powerful, whenever I turn it on, no shields, no weapons, no cloaking. Mm-hmm. And they start to get mad at him, but then lo and behold, it blows up another star, and this time it was the right Norum. one. And The star is named Norum. Because that's a real star. God, I hope that's not a real star. I don't think it is. But, uh, well, at least it isn't anymore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gone. And uh, he's all excited and he runs and hugs Psykill's foot. And, but then Psykill's like, oh, works now, does it? Great. We're done with you. Did you notice that the, the renegades at least seem much bigger in this episode? Like, Braxis runs up and he doesn't even come to Psykill's shin or his knee. Anyway, Braxis, there's a neat bit where Braxis is like, but it's my weapon. I invented this. This isn't fair. And Copter says, who said anything was life was fair, dipshit? And um, <laughs> Braxis is like, but why are you doing this, Psykill? He's like, because you annoy me. Yes. <laughs> They're going to send Braxis down to Earth to, so he can experience this wonderful device he invented firsthand. Yeah, that's like, uh, was it F- P- Peleus Filarius? Somebody's the brazen bull. You know that thing? No, no. Oh, dear listener, you want to, I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but you want to read about something truly fucked up, go to like Wikipedia and, and search for Brazen Bull. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I <laughs> so know we, what I'm doing later. Anyway, we go, then go back to uh, Unicom and the guitar, guitar, Guardians. <laughs> the Guardians detect something in Sector 3 and they send a bunch of them to go check it out, like uh, Zemon and them, uh, Pathfinder. Yeah. Leader 1 gets up this thing that looks like a karaoke machine. He's like, Code Red, everybody go to Sector 3. And Some looking. of the computers in this were hilarious. There's a great bit with Matt and a microphone later. Um, but then, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know why it took this long, but then Unicom officially witnesses the destruction of Norum, the star Norum. And um, we th- then cut to Pincher, who tosses Braxis with a parachute. I don't know why they want him to live. Yeah. I guess so he, to, so he can die horribly. Yeah. Um, but they toss him onto a farm. Yeah, and he runs up to the house and uh, calmly knocks on the door and then tells the guy <laughs> that answers, hey, the world's about to end. But isn't that how the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy started? Like... Isn't that what happens at the first of that? Like, you just, I forget their names now, but he knocks on the door and he's like, oh, hello, nice to meet you. By the way, the world's about to end. No, it's not because they don't meet there. Arthur and Ford have known each other for a while. Ford has to get Arthur drunk uh, because they're going to get onto a Vogon ship and being really drunk is the best way to deal with hyperspace or something like that. It's been years since I read those books. (laughs) But the owner, he's like, wait a minute, I recognize you. You're that feller what helped them renegades. Now you want to call Mars. Yeah, you were in the paper. <laughs> You're in the paper, like this guy's ever read a newspaper. So he calls the cops and they throw yeah, Braxis. He's going to call the police. The police. <laughs> and they throw Braxis in a jail cell uh, with a guard obviously voiced by Peter Cullen. There could be nobody else. It's the same guard from before. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and Braxis is like, uh, hey, you got to let me talk to the Guardians. The Earth is going to be destroyed in like 54 minutes or something. Um, and uh, he's like, no. So, so that means everything that happened after Psykill sent him back to Earth on Pincher happened in the span of like four or five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The timing in this is OK. When I said the story is really tight, I also meant it moves through time at an accelerated rate. Yeah. Anyway, Leader One is told about Braxis. See, this was solid story building that the news gets through the ranks, goes to Leader One uh, and he says, OK, we should go check him out and talk to him. Uh, and then we go to Coptor, who has positioned the rogue star 
for the destruction of Earth. Yeah, and back in prison, Braxis is still whining and moaning because there's only 47 minutes left to go. And uh, the guard opens the cell and tells him, all right, you're going on a little trip. And they go outside and Matt just grabs him and jumps into leader one with him and they blast off. Yeah, they take him into custody. There's a line where Praxis, Praxis says, uh, I keep wanting to say Praxis. Praxis says, uh, oh, I never thought I'd be glad to see you. And Matt says, well, there's one of us. Yes. So they head off. <laughs> And back at Unicom headquarters, he fills them in on everything. He tells them the whole thing. Uh, there's the Nova Beam. They're going to destroy the, the sun and therefore Earth. And they say, how long do we have? And he says, 30 minutes. And AJ goes, 30 minutes? Oh, no. But Praxis explains, uh, well, when they start the thing up, it drains all the power on the ship. So their stealth device will shut off, right? So, but you'll see it. But by then it'll be too late to do anything. So... Fuck it. So without anything to do, as I said earlier, there's a lot of detecting in this episode. Leader One basically says, Scooter, you search that sector and you look for this and that in the computer. Matt and I are going to head back to Sector 3 and check that out ourselves. And then we go to the Renegades and they detect, very quickly, Matt and uh, Leader One entering Sector 3. Yeah, so Psykiel realizes that the Guardians have a pretty good idea of their general whereabouts. But uh, Psykiel realizes also that it's because the stealth device shut off the last time they fired the thing. Yeah. So he copter wants, he, at first he's like, let's shoot them. And they say, no, he says, let, let me go kill them. They say, no, there's a lot of just talking down to from both crasher and cycle talking down to copter. Yeah. It feels like, I know this probably won't happen, but it feels like at some point copter should, uh, maybe not ally with the GoBots, but at least walk away. Yeah. He, he, he's like the thundercracker of uh of the renegades <laughs> or dreadwing from prime yeah but anyway psykill says no we're sticking to the plan keep going uh and then as psykill predicted matt and leader one fly right past the rogue star yeah and then we have a quick scene of leader one and matt and they can't find anything on the scanners so they radio home for more help and uh, back with the Renegades, Earth has 15 minutes to live. And, and this was the bit where Matt, he's like, he has like a karaoke, karaoke mic. Yeah. And he's like, Earth, we need your help. And they're also sitting at like, they're back to back at these computer stations. And leader one has his big computer station, GoBot computer station. And then the other one where Matt is, it's so close. And it looks like GoBot computer station, junior. Yeah. Anyway, side kill. <laughs> uh, oh, they call to Earth and leader one says, okay, here, now you go detect this and you go search for that. And I think it's like Scooter Turbo and whoever, you come and meet us in Sector 3 or wherever you detect the thing. But what happens is uh, a command center leaves Earth and Psykill says, ha ha, they're fleeing, but they can't flee the sun. The end. Commercial break. Yeah. And when we come back, Braxis starts up, but uh, Matt tells him, zip it, clown. And then <laughs> it hands Matt a dish towel is what it looks like that the computer spit out. It's like, hey, read this. And later one says, if his calculations are correct, they'll be just in time. But that's it. He, he's got nothing else for what to actually do when, when they get there. Yeah, Scooter's like, just in time for what? And he's like, oh, we'll think of something. Yeah, you've had better plans. <laughs> so as luckily for Leader One, a comet just flies by and Scooter's like, hold us up. And Leader says, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I've got a plan. Get close to that comet. And Braxis has a wristwatch now and uh, he's looking at that and we've only got four minutes left and Braxis is upset all his real estate investments aren't going to be worth anything and AJ does the old, is that all you can think about at a time like this? Yeah. Uh, so it turns out Leader One's plan is fairly smart. They fly up beside the comet and blast every ounce of energy they have via laser at the comet to deflect it assuming, you know, logically, to get it in the path of the Nova Beam. They make the shot, and it flies off, and everybody goes, Oh, 
Bill. And then Scooter goes, shit. <laughs> and Braxis is like, you didn't account for the lunar tidal effect, which I, I'm guessing just means the gravity of the moon. Gravitational pull the moon, yeah. But uh, did you? And Scooter's like, uh, no, I forgot. <laughs> so leader one says, I'll solve the problem myself. And uh, he flies out. We jump back and forth in this a lot between um, the uh, Rogue Star and Command Center, just with the the Renegades constantly monitoring the situation. But what they see is Leader One fly out of uh, Command Center, and he starts to catch up with the Comet. So Psykill sends Crasher and Copter to kill him. And back on the command center, Scooter's picking up a new reading, and lo and behold, there's Rogue Star on the screen, and Braxis says this can only mean that they're about to fire the Nova Beam. Ooh, so Scooter calls Leader One and says, hey, uh, they're charging up also. You have two renegades on your ass. And there's kind of a neat bit here where it, it started cool and got dumb, where <laughs> Leader One's flying between, and uh, Pincher and Crasher, uh, I think I said Copter earlier, but it's Pincher and Crasher, uh, they kind of they bank wide on leader one and then come in to like sandwich him and he just drops down so they collide but then it's like smash 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 like a toddler smashing two blocks together they just go bank 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 and then that's that Uh, so um psycho fires the nova beam and this was actually a great shot where leader one catches up to the comet and gets in front of it fires with his lasers and then like does a 180 flip and kicks it back with his afterburners and sends it in the right direction. Yeah, and uh, he's sure that did it, and I guess it did it because the beam hits the comet and ricochets, if that's the right word, back at the Rogue Star. Except, as we had mentioned earlier with background arrows, it hits nothing. It just hits space. (laughs) But it's supposed to hit the Rogue Star. And um, doing the payoffs of the setups here, uh, Rogue Star starts to, you know, shake and it's going to blow up. And uh, Crasher immediately wants to uh, teleport, like astro beam the thing away. And Psycho's like, no, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, I guess Pincher and Crasher are back on the ship now all of a sudden. Yeah, somehow. But uh, yeah, Psycho tells her, look, just blow the power vault. It sounds like he says and to just eject it off the ship, which they do, and then re-engage the stealth device. And uh, yeah, the Nova Beam falls away from the ship and kaboom. And the Death Star, Death Star, <laughs> Rogue Star, uh, t- cloaks and flies away. And we go back to the command center and Braxis is just passed out cold. I don't know, I guess he gets scared or something, but overexcited. Um, anyway, leader, leader one, he's like, hey, good job, team. We sur- sure earned our pay today. And I, was, I couldn't help but think, who's paying the Guardians? It's a beam that can blow up a star from another star system. Fine, that's too stupid to worry about, but let's keep in mind that it's a beam. The renegades fire the beam at Earth's sun, but those pesky guardians manage to redirect a comet that just happened to be in the neighborhood into the path of the beam. The beam hits the comet, it looks like it blasts its part, but the beam ricochets, again, if that's the right word for it, back, and hits the renegade ship. Fine, and if this were a projectile weapon, then no problem. The odds of it happening are ridiculous, but not impossible. But this is a beam. Wouldn't it just blast the comet and then continue in the same line? Like, it might reflect back for a second, but that'd be it. But it keeps on blasting them, and they have no idea how to shut it off. And I'm hoping they at least thought to cut the power to it, but didn't know which breaker was in the panel, because guaranteed Psykill wouldn't have any of them labeled. So it's just him flipping random breakers on and off, like, was that it? No? Shit. 
What about that? Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Forced Alliance. If you want to see something that's pretty forced, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at person one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. Force them to listen. You can force them to find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. We're done with you.